Chapter 56 Her days of solitude were over, and it was time to return to the camp to complete her training, but Lily could not bring herself to get up off the ground and make the journey back. She stayed on her blanket, watching the sun make its way across the vast blue sky. She found no desire or energy within herself to do anything else. "'What are you doing here, Lily?' The voice was sterner than she remembered, but Lily recognized it as Raphael's. Lily sat up, fully intending to give him her angriest glare, but she was taken aback. He was outfitted in armor, a crown was planted on his head, and a scarlet cloak billowed out behind him. Suddenly, an angry glare seemed inappropriate. "'I'm on my days of solitude,' she said, with as much respect as she could muster. "'Shouldn't you have been well on your way back to training by now?' Raphael asked. "'I don't want to go back,' she said. Raphael sighed and sat on the ground next to her. "'Can I ask why not?' "'I'm sure you don't need my permission to ask me anything,' Lily said. Raphael raised his eyebrows. "'I'm tired,' Lily said. "'It is not just an I-need-sleep-tired. I have no energy for anything.' I function, but I'm not engaging with anything or anyone. Raphael didn't say anything, but his head was slightly inclined toward her, and Lily knew he was listening to every word. Do you know what I've given up to train for your army? Lily said. I left my family for people who don't know or like me. I left my comfortable bed for a rickety camp bed, and sometimes the ground. I left my routine where I knew what I was doing for unfamiliar training where I'm faking it just to get by. I've given and given and given. Lily realized she had started crying. As if I'm not tired enough, I see an enemy camp the other night, and it's bigger than my training camp. Guess who I saw there? Raphael looked at her, and tears rolled down his cheeks. Solomon! she said, and Deceiver came and did this to me, she pointed to her aching face, and I called for you, and you didn't come. Raphael Grace gazed straight ahead, still weeping. Look at me, Lily cried. When do I start getting these wonderful things that you promised in your letters? My victories, my strength. What more do I have to do? You don't have to do anything, Raphael said. You never have needed to do anything. You already have those things. You already are victorious and strong. Lily shook her head. No, I was just beat up by Deceiver. He destroys a little more of me every time he comes around. He can't destroy you, Lily, Raphael said. He doesn't have the power. When he strikes at you, it's because you threaten him, and he's afraid of you. That's ridiculous, Lily said. Is it? Raphael asked. Where were you the other night before he came to you? The enemy camp. Exactly, Raphael said. You were in his camp, his territory. From what I hear, you weren't just there, you were trying to persuade one of his key leaders with truth about the field. Lily was dumbstruck. Conversely, Raphael said. You're no threat to him, lying on your blanket by yourself, which is why he's not here right now. You're only a threat to him when you stand for the truth. 
I am standing for the truth, Lily said. Raphael gestured around. Looks like you're sitting to me. They sat silently for a few minutes, and Lily knew Raphael was right. You're tired, Raphael said after a while. Yes. You need rest, Raphael said. After you've finished your training, I want you to go home. Zachary will supervise your recuperation. But I want to help with the war effort, Lily said. You will, Raphael replied. You have a very important role to fill, but you're not ready for it yet. Lily felt ashamed, certain she was being punished. Everyone's paths are different, Lily, Raphael said, seeming to read her thoughts. Yours is not better or worse than anyone else's. You haven't done anything to earn it. It's just your path. Raphael stood up and extended his hand to pull Lily up to her feet. Finish your training. Then go home and do everything Zachary tells you to do. Everything will become clear to you as time unfolds. Okay, Lily said, picking up her belongings. Thank you for coming. I'm always here for you, Lily, Raphael said. Lily smiled and began walking away toward the camp. She glanced over her shoulder at Raphael. Goodbye, Raphael. I'll see you soon, Lily. At last, Lily had peace. Chapter 57 We were about to organize a search party for you, Blanche said as Lily sunk to her knees by the campfire between Abby and Arlen. Did you fall asleep out there? You sure make a lot of assumptions about my days of solitude, Lily said. I can't even tell you the last time I slept. Blanche's head jerked up. Sorry. It's fine, Lily said. Just don't, okay? Lily rubbed her hands to warm them. Arlen, I need to talk to you, she said, her stomach nodding. Her conversations with Arlen these days were awkward and stilted. What's going on? There's an enemy camp up in the mountains, Lily said. Arlen stood up. Walk with me. Lily pulled herself up. Where are we going? We need to tell the minister, Arlen said. Lily was relieved that Arlen didn't have a lecture about how she could have handled the situation better. What is the size of this enemy camp? Arlen asked as they approached the gathering around the minister. Around twice the size of our camp here, Lily replied. Wait here, Arlen said and cut through the group to the minister. Lily saw her whisper in the minister's ear, and he followed her back over to Lily. What's this about an enemy camp in the mountains? The minister asked. I found it on my days of solitude, Lily said, feeling guilty for the first time that her solitude hadn't been solitary. The minister had that effect on her. The minister frowned, though not at Lily. Who's behind this? From what I can tell, it's being led by two women, Delilah and Clementine, Lily said. I grew up with Delilah, and she's in deep with Deceiver. I don't know Clementine, but she seems terribly misinformed. And what is their message? The usual, Lily replied. They're telling people the field isn't that bad, that there's a treasure the king is hiding from them. They plan to challenge the king about his law with a petition first, and then a war. The minister looked grieved. So many people taken in by so many lies. We'll send some ambassadors up to the mountains. Thank you, Lily said, relieved. The minister glanced at her in concern. Lily, you understand we cannot rescue them all, don't you? 
I know, Lily said, thinking again of Solomon. But if we can just get some of them, it will be worth it. Chapter 58 Assignments, Arlen said, stepping into the tent and waving some papers. Blanche and Abby perked up eagerly. They had been anticipating this for the past few weeks, but Lily did not share in their elation. For one thing, she already knew her assignment, and for another, she wasn't excited about it. She also dreaded having to share her assignment with the others. She was certain Blanche would want to know. Arlen handed Blanche and Abby their papers before focusing on Lily. The minister says you already have your assignment? Lily nodded. How? Blanche asked. Lily shrugged. Raphael told me during my last days of solitude. That's exciting, Abby said. Why didn't you say anything? Believe me, Lily said, it's not exciting. My assignment is, Blanche said, I'm being sent to Raphael's camp at the front line. Lily squelched feelings of envy. Abby was reading her papers, looking shocked. Momentarily, she glanced up, grinning sheepishly. What? Blanche asked. I'm going to the enemy camp in the mountains as an ambassador, Abby said. You'll be coming with me then, Arlen said. Really? Abby said. You're not going to be a mentor anymore? Arlen shook her head. No, I received a new assignment too. Lily was jealous. Arlen and Abby were going to the enemy camp that she had discovered the enemy camp where her brother and her friend were. Oh, her friend. Lily was jealous. Arlen and Abby were going to the enemy camp that she had discovered. The enemy camp where her brother was. She couldn't help thinking that she should be going with them. You never said where you were going, Lily, Blanche said. I'm going to my home village for rest, Lily replied. Blanche wrinkled her nose. Rest? That seems a little counterproductive when we have a war coming up, doesn't it? Nothing Raphael assigns is ever counterproductive, Arlen said before Lily could respond. We should be supportive of Lily and what she's been called to do. Lily gave Arlen a grateful smile and hoped with all her being that what Arlen said was true. Abby? Abby looked up from her packing. Yeah? Can you do me a favor when you get to the mountains? Lily asked. I can definitely try, Abby responded. What's up? Lily rubbed at her eyes to stop the tears she knew were coming. My brother is there. Abby came over and sat next to Lily on her bed. Oh, Lily, I'm so sorry. That's really painful. Yeah, Lily muttered remorsefully. I'll be on the lookout for him, Abby said without Lily having to ask. And if I find him, I'll do my best to get him to safety. Thanks, Abby, Lily said. Abby gave her a hug. Anytime, Lily. We're friends. I've got your back. And Lily was glad. Chapter 59 Zachary knew who it was at his door, so he took his time answering. He moseyed slowly out of the kitchen into the hallway and half-heartedly pulled the front door open. Lily certainly didn't look like much of a trainee for the King's army to him. She looked exhausted and defeated. I was told to report to you once I got here. Zachary was suddenly aware that she was not any happier about this assignment than he was. Please come in. Lily entered, dragging her feet, and looked around. Set your bags down, Zachary said, and come into the kitchen. 
Lily carelessly dropped her bags to the floor and plodded after him into the kitchen, where Moses was sitting at the table, studying some papers. She gazed at him blankly. This is another charge of mine. Moses, Zachary said, and Moses looked up. Moses, this is Lily. Moses gave her an appraising nod and returned to his studies. Have you been home yet? Zachary asked, wondering what he was supposed to talk to this girl about. Lily shook her head. No, I thought I'd check in with you first. Well, why don't you go home for today, Zachary said. You can come back tomorrow and study with Moses if you'd like. Lily shrugged. Whatever's best for you. We'll see you tomorrow, then, Zachary said, and directed her to the door. Zachary was dreading having Lily in his home every single day going forward, and only felt slightly relieved seeing his front door close behind her today. He sighed, knowing he was in for a long few months before she got back on her feet. "'What's the story with her?' Moses asked when Zachary returned to the kitchen. "'She's trouble,' he said. "'Always has been. She used to run in the field.' but she came back with some redemption story, and the elders ate it up. "'You don't think she's really changed?' Moses said. Zachary shrugged. "'I don't know her heart, of course, but her actions and words today were distant. That's not indicative of someone who has encountered and been changed by Raphael.' "'She could just be tired,' Moses said. "'She is here for rest, after all.' "'She's here because she can't handle the pressures of warfare,' Zachary said without thinking. "'She's here because she's weak.' and Raphael knows it. Moses looked affronted, and Zachary instantly regretted his words. Of course, Zachary said, that's not true of all trainees who need rest. Moses didn't appear convinced. It's just that I know Lily, Zachary said, silently pleading with Moses to understand. She's not like you, Moses. She's leagues behind a man of your caliber. Moses nodded and returned to studying his papers, and Zachary hoped he had persuaded him. Chapter 60 Lily didn't understand why she needed someone to supervise her rest, or why she couldn't rest in the comfort of her own home, or why her rest had to involve studying. She truly didn't find poring over papers with a complete stranger in an unfamiliar house under the watchful eye of a man who clearly didn't want her there restful. In fact, it made her anxious, and her time there seemed to go by unnaturally slowly. She'd rather be spending time with Hezekiah, who was at least happy she was back. Zachary seemed equally uncomfortable having her there, and Lily noticed he often found excuses to be elsewhere. He often took his leave of the kitchen when Hazel arrived for the day, and sometimes didn't return before Lily would leave for the day. When he wasn't out and about, he stood at the kitchen sink, gazing out the window into his backyard, and Lily supposed this was more awkward than having him gone. Zachary had gone out to the market on his, this particular afternoon, and Hazel rushed around the house fussing about various disorders. Lily was sitting at the kitchen table trying to focus on some papers Zachary had written about Raphael when she became aware Moses was staring at her. Lily looked at him. Did you need something? Moses frowned. What happened between you and Zachary? What makes you think anything happened? Lily asked. He's a completely different person when you're around, Moses said. He's more reserved. "'What did he tell you when you asked him about what happened between us?' Lily said, feeling triumphant. She was certain Moses hadn't inter interrogated Zachary. "'He said you were trouble,' Moses replied, and Lily's sense of victory flitted away. "'He said you used to be a field trespasser.' Lily's chin jutted out. "'Yes, I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Raphael changed that.' 
How? Lily relaxed, thinking about it. I went into the field at a time when I didn't think anyone cared about me. The field ruined me, and I thought no one would ever care for me again. But then Raphael came in after me. He healed me and spoke truth to me. I've just never looked back. Moses appeared mollified. So what happened to you and Zachary? Nothing, Lily said. He just doesn't trust or like me. Why not try to earn his trust, Moses said. Wouldn't it make life more pleasant for you if he trusted you? Lily sighed. I don't care if Zachary trusts me. I've done nothing to make him think so poorly of me, except for trespasses I've long since turned from. Do you really think I can do anything to make him think well of me? I guess you can't, Moses said. Lily wanted to ask Moses more about his past, more out of spite than genuine interest, but at that moment Zachary returned from his excursion, carrying an overflowing basket of vegetables. "'You're still here, Lily?' he asked, clearly expecting her to have gone by now. "'Heading out now,' she said, pushing out her chair and stuffing some papers into her bag clumsily. Walking home, she thought again that this situation was one of the least restful situations she could have found herself in. What had Raphael been thinking? Chapter 61 As Lily made her way to Zachary's house the following afternoon, the villagers seemed to be in a panic. Lily didn't have time to stop and devote herself to listening, but she heard fragments as she hastily moved forward. Heading towards the field. Planning to cross over. Delilah is leading them. Shocking for Zachary. War must be starting. Arriving at Zachary's, Lily didn't bother knocking. She pushed the door open and sauntered in. Hello? In the kitchen. Lily strode back to the kitchen and found Zachary and Moses sitting at the kitchen table. The usual papers had been cleared away, and they were studying a map. They barely looked up as she entered. Any idea what's going on? Lily asked, gesturing behind her. The enemy camp is mobilized, Zachary said. They're heading to the field, and word is they plan to cross when they get there. They need all ambassadors on the ground at the border to deter as many people from crossing, Moses said. We're leaving later today to help. Zachary frowned at him, and Lily could tell he hadn't wanted her to know that last bit of information. What about me? What about you, Zachary said. Do you really think your rest is more important to me than all of these lost ones? That's not what I meant, Lily said. I was only wondering if I'm coming with you. You're welcome to travel with us if you'd like, Zachary said, although I don't know what use you'll be. We certainly can't have you holding us back. The words stung, and Lily bit back a nasty retort. Did Raphael tell you to go? He didn't need to, Zachary said. I'm an ambassador. This is what I do. Lily crossed her arms over her chest, considering this. Raphael had sent her to Zachary and told her to listen to him. Still, if Zachary wasn't following Raphael's orders... "'Are you coming or not?' Zachary asked. "'Yes,' Lily said, deciding in a split second. Zachary looked up, surprised, and Lily realized he'd been expecting her to give up and stay behind. She was happy not to have given him the satisfaction. "'Well, that's fine, I suppose,' Zachary said. "'Pack what you'll need and meet us back here within the hour.' Lily rushed home through the frenzied crowd. She snatched her bag from her bedroom and hurriedly crammed clothes and her leather-bound book of letters into it. She wouldn't put it past Zachary to try and leave without her. Leaving? her mother asked. Lily turned to face her mother. I have to. Zachary is leaving. 
I can't explain it, but I have to go with him. Her mother looked sad as Lily strapped her bag over her shoulders. I love you, Lily said, giving her mother a hug. Remember when you had to push me to leave? Her mother nodded. When are you coming back? Suddenly an odd feeling rose within Lily. She wasn't coming back. She remembered something comforting she had once read in one of Raphael's letters. I don't know how, she said, but when all of this is over, we'll be together again. You're leaving again? Hezekiah's tone was accusing. Lily froze. You weren't even going to say goodbye, were you? Hezekiah, Lily said. Where are you going? Hezekiah asked. To the border where they're crossing, Lily said, not meeting his eyes, with Moses and Zachary. Why are you always leaving me? Lily raised her eyes to his. Why don't you ever come with me? Hezekiah scoffed. I'd be useless. Not to me, Lily said. Hezekiah looked down and kicked the dirt. What's he doing here? Zachary asked as he closed the front door behind him and Moses. Lily had been right. It looked like Zachary wouldn't have thought twice about leaving her behind. She smiled at Hezekiah. He's here for me. He's untrained, Moses protested. He might be able to help, Lily said. He knows the dangers of the field. Zachary glared for a moment before shaking his head. We don't have time for this, he said, marching off the porch. Keep up. Lily squeezed Hezekiah's hand, and they were off. Chapter 62 Considering they were going to try and hamper Deceiver's efforts, Lily expected to encounter all kinds of obstacles, but their travel was unopposed. As they followed the road to where the enemy camp was expected to cross into the village, they were all silent, and Lily suspected that was due to each thinking their own weighty thoughts. For her part, Lily wondered what her role would be when they arrived. Zachary's and Moses's parts were straightforward. They were ambassadors, and they would give their most concentrated efforts to dissuading people from entering the field. Lily was not an ambassador like them. No, she was a warrior, a healer, an ambassador, a teacher, whatever that meant. She did not yet know which concentration would prove most useful where they were going. Lily felt ill-equipped for all of them. She had no weapons for combat and no armor for defense. She had no bandages or serum to cleanse wounds. She had no message and no lesson. She had nothing to offer. When Lily found herself wondering why she had come at all, she was reminded of Raphael's promise that her path would become clear. For now, she just put one foot in front of the other in pursuit of an unknown destiny that was somehow also secure. If not sooner, she would know at the exact moment she needed to.